You are listening to the Courtship Code Podcast, where we use a combination of psychology, spirituality, and matchmaking industry techniques to help you to level up your love life. And I'm your host, relationship coach and author, Zara J. Don't forget to join us in our women's only Facebook group, Captivating Courtship Code, where you're able to continue the discussion, post questions for peer support, and also get free content and resources. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks for listening. Wait, I'm pausing this podcast to tell you to head over right now to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and download your free Captivating Courtship Code Playbook. Now in this playbook, I share with you my signature six-step Captivating Courtship Code, three myths that you want to avoid, and four tips to start using right now to level up your love life and the types of relationships that you attract. This is a 100% free guide just for you. So go ahead and head over to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and get yours. Don't forget to tell a friend. All right, hey, so today we are talking about just making the decision and taking the actions to stop coming off needy and start doing something else I'm going to share with you instead. So for those who don't know me, my name is Zara. I am the creator of the Captivating Courtship Code, the proven six-step process to help women learn to magnetize their love life show of high value and attract more compatible partners in less time. And I'm also the host of the Courtship Code podcast. I'm jumping up and down between my Instagram and my Facebook. So if you see me looking up and looking down, that's what it is. But today I'm going to be talking to you about no longer coming off needy and what you need to do instead. So as I always say, pull up up on me, pull on up on me so that we can have this good discussion and I can give you some tips and some information, some advice on advice, not advice, advice, but that might, should come with an invoice, but give you some advice on what you should be doing instead. Now, before I go ahead and dive into the content for today's um, video, if you have not gone ahead and booked your 30-minute captivated session or if you've been curious about coaching, you've been curious about what services or what options can help and benefit you, then you want to go ahead to the link in my bio, fill out the quick application, take the red flag assessment, and go ahead and book your call. We are in an enrollment period right now, so we are taking in new women and new clients. And if coaching is something you want, if you want to see your love life transform, if you want to learn a different mindset, different actions, different places for you to start showing up, then I would highly advise you to go ahead and book your call so that we can talk about coaching and you joining and if it's the right set for you. But ultimately, it's a conversation that will give you the gift of clarity. And you deserve clarity on your patterns, on your actions, on what's been going on in your love life because your relationships matter and you deserve more. You deserve better. And so I want to help you to achieve that in the new year. And it takes intention, it takes action, and it takes a lot of transformation. But I believe in you and I know that I can help you to get there. So go ahead and book your free 30-minute um, captivating session for clarity. We'll go ahead and dive into that. I'll be talking to you more about that in the upcoming uh, videos over the next couple of weeks. Like I said, we are in an enrollment period. Um, but if you have not booked your call, go ahead and book a call. So let's go ahead and dive into 
neediness. Neediness, clinginess, combativeness, aggressiveness, um, being a big emotional burden during courtship and relationships. And I'm speaking to ladies because that's exclusively who I work with and who I coach is women. But men can be needy too. Don't... Don't get it twisted. Men can be very needy when it comes to relationships and courtship as well. But we're going to be speaking about this specifically for you ladies to give you some advice and help you to gain some perspective on what you should be doing instead when you are feeling those needy urges. Because let's just get, you know, really real with it. There's a lot of reasons why you're coming off needy. So many women will just say, I'm just needy, I'm clingy, you know, I, that's how I push men away or why I cause so many problems in relationships. But really it's because there's some real inner work that needs to go on. And therapy may not bring that about because therapy is going to help you to talk about it. But therapy may not give you the actual tools and mindset shifts on how to show up differently when it comes to relationships and and that is what I work on that is what I specialize in and that is what my coaching program uh, really helps you to dive into to getting clear on why you're showing up and what you need to do differently so you know one of the things or some of the things that you may be experiencing if you're coming off needy right let's just talk about what this looks like right this may look like feeling like you have to constantly have his attention constantly talk constantly text if he does not respond in a certain amount of time it makes you really anxious and fearful like this fear of abandonment did i do something wrong did i say something wrong is he going to text again you know did he change his mind on his interest of me right you may be coming off um very combative in your conflict right because you need to be right you need him to see you you need him to hear you you need to prove yourself to him right you may be coming off as the giver like you're always doing, you're always proving, you're always trying to show up, right? You may be just in a position where you're just super emotional. You become a, an emotional burden to that man in the relationship because he's constantly having to reassure you, constantly having to soothe you, constantly having to uh, bring you security because you haven't figured out how to bring that security to yourself. And so if you are coming off very needy and clingy, and you know this about yourself, I don't have to tell you that, right? Um, This is the thing that you may not even be sharing with your friends, (laughs) right? Like your friends may not know that part of the struggle that you have in courtship is your neediness, is your clinginess, is how you handle conflict, right? Is your communication. But you know this. You know how you handle when he doesn't show up. You know how you handle things when a man's not consistent. You know how you react, right, instead of responding. Um, You know how you emotionally process stuff, how you just have this high level of need for that man to make you feel secure, for that man to assure you, right? So this is something that you struggle with, and you might even be struggling with this secretly. And if you're struggling with this secretly, then you are definitely feeling very anxious, right? Because you probably have a more anxious attachment style. So this is just something that you haven't learned to heal and how to self-soothe in order to turn this around. But the problem is, like, if you are trying to appeal slow, uh, not slowly, sh- solely, sorry. If you are trying to appeal 
solely by being an emotional burden by you know secure me give me attention show me that you love me show me that you want me be there for me right you know that if, if he takes any time to himself or he takes any space it just sends you over the hill like you don't know how to emotionally handle it right if that is a way that you're showing up, then it's going to consistently cause problems. Like it may be cute at first in the beginning and a man may cater to that in the beginning, but eventually it becomes a big emotional burden. And you probably experience a lot of hot and cold courtships and relationships where at first they're really hot and they're really interested and they're chasing you and pursuing you, they're showing up, but then your clinginess, your neediness comes out. And then that's when I say like the funnel flips and he stops pouring love and attention into you and you start pouring all your love, all your attention, all your focus onto him where you can't focus at work, you're feeling distracted, you're neglecting yourself, you're neglecting your duties around the home or, you know, your friends or your family or things that you usually do. You are just completely not your full self and you know that you're not fully in your power because you're relying so much on this man to validate you and to make you feel good and to make you feel secure in a relationship. So that if that is what you have experienced, whether it's in the past or what you're currently experiencing and what you don't don't want to experience anymore in the future then one thing that I want you to keep in mind and I want you to consider is that being an emotional burden or having to be high maintenance emotionally is not going to be the factor that's going to make a man feel any more closer to you they're not equipped to be responsible for your emotions. And I remember a client of mine um, that's in the coaching program, I remember she told me that her therapist gave her some advice one time to like a guy that she was newly dating and newly seeing that it was part of his responsibility to help her to feel secure. And I'm like, that is the biggest BS. Like, why would she give you that advice? That is too much in the beginning of a new relationship. They've only been courting for maybe about a month, maybe two months max. It is not his, his responsibility to be your emotional caretaker. And if you don't learn the tools and the mindset and how to show up in your value and how to attract from value and attract in your power, then you're not going to be able to continue growing that relationship. And, and, it, and it didn't, right? But she's learning, she's growing like every single day every single month right but but at the time when she told me that this was some advice that her therapist gave him like that's terrible <laughs> that's terrible dating advice courtship relationship whatever you want to call it that's terrible advice right because it's not someone else's uh responsibility to be your emotional caretaker right as, as a woman especially if it's anybody's responsibility to be the emotional leader in a relationship, it's yours, right? That is the power, that is the value that you have as a woman and the influence that you have as a woman in relationships. So if you're putting that burden on the man to be your emotional caretaker, you're coming off needy, you're coming off clingy, right? You are a lot of emotional work you are high maintenance he has to give you all of his attention he has to call you all the time text you all the time he has to make you a priority when you guys haven't even fully uh created the bond and the commitment and the relationship it's eventually going to blow up right even if you guys move into a commitment eventually it's going to blow up because men don't operate like that eventually he's going to want space eventually the cuteness and the newness of the relationship around like month four or five right usually between months three to six actually so month between month three four five six 
he's going to start taking some space, right? Because the relationship's no longer new, the oxytocin has worn off, and he's going to start pouring back into himself and doing what men do. They compartmentalize, they know how to prioritize their career, they know how to prioritize what makes them happy, what's important to them. And even if you are a level of priority, you're not going to be the sole priority. If he's a man and he's a masculine man, he's going to still want to take care of his responsibilities. So in that moment, when he starts to drift, he starts to take space, he starts to pour back into himself. If you all of a sudden go into panic mode, you all of a sudden become an emotional burden, you all of a sudden start freaking out and panicking because he's no longer pouring into you the way that he once was, then that's just going to cause conflict and cause him to back up even more. And that's so often why usually around month four, between month four to six, is typically when most courtships and dating, relationships, whatever, start to fall off. So if you have been meeting men, you've been courting men, but you tend to find your relationships are falling off between months three to six, usually... There's usually some issues there when it comes to communication, when it comes to connection, when it comes to your ability to be able to properly handle that portion of the relationship, especially if you are anxiously attached. If you know that you are a woman who you show up um, highly anxious, you struggle with emotional connection, you struggle with your attachment, you pre-commit to a man before getting real commitment from him, then you coming off needy and clingy and then that in turn will make you come off combative or you may withdraw and give the cold shoulder when you're not getting your way but that inner girl that wounded inner girl within you that you haven't healed that you haven't done the inner work on that you haven't learned how to nurture and how to communicate differently with her that inner girl shows up and she feels abandoned and she feels scared and she feels insecure and she needs so much affirmation and she needs so much love and attention, right? Because it's some other things that are going on. So it's really important in order for you to shift this to understand that you have to start attracting from value, not from being an emotional burden, not from neediness, not from clinginess, but from you being in your value. And for some of you, you might be like, well, what does that mean? How, you know, how do I show up more of my value? Right. This is where the inner work comes in. And you will always hear me focus when it comes to relationships, when it comes to courtship, dating, all of that. I will always center around you because you as a woman, you have so much power. You are the emotional leaders in relationships. You know, you are the leaders when it comes to communication in relationships. Like you have so much strength. It's so much power, but the problem is because of the way society is crafted. You know, I tend to work with high achieving women who are very successful, who are very educated, very smart women. They're go getters. They know how to survive. They know how to thrive. They know how to make things happen. But they've disconnected with their femininity. They've disconnected with their ability to be vulnerable, their ability to communicate, not from their wounded inner girl, but from their healed, you know, strong, empowered self. So even though they're very successful, you know, in other areas of their life, um, they got it together, they get it, they're, they're smart cookies, right? They're smart cookies, they're very capable, very independent, but in relationships, they may come off needy, they may come off clingy, they may come off very insecure, feeling very unworthy, feeling undervalued or not respected or not loved or not really knowing how to properly communicate or show up in their vulnerability, showing up as the powerful emotional leaders, the nurturers, not the mothers, <laughs> not mothering 
caring but nurturing right if they don't know how to show up in that power so they feel authentic they feel strong they feel confident and they're not showing up in courtship and dating out of fear right so as I said, like the key to this, to stop being needy, is to focus on attracting and communicating from a place of value, of a place of value, from your high value femininity, from your authentic core values, from the true value that you stand in as a woman. Now, if you aren't sure how to do that, and you know that this is something that you need to adjust, and something that you need to shift, then go ahead and book a captivating session and we can talk about that, about how you can better embody that. What are some of your uh, weak points and what are some ways that you need to get stronger so that you can have the support in that because it makes a major difference. Not only does that make a major difference when you learn how to attract and communicate from your value with men, but it makes a big difference in your family relationships. It makes a big difference in how you deal with your children or your future children. It makes a big difference in how you show up in your career, right? So learning how to communicate your true value, how to show up in your true value, how to be your most highly feminine, empowered self, right? And be comfortable in that, not to feel like if you show up in this, you're giving it away or like you don't want to let a man seize this side of you or experience this side of you because, you know, he might not be serious or he might leave. But how to think about relationships, how to think about men, how to think about portrait, how to think about and process what you're experiencing so that you can connect with your intuition, you can connect with your trust, you can learn how to soothe yourself during the courtship process to change the experiences that you're having. Wait. I'm pausing this podcast to tell you to head over right now to CaptivatingCourtship.com slash playbook and download your free Captivating Courtship Code playbook. Now in this playbook, I share with you my signature six-step Captivating Courtship Code, three myths that you want to avoid, and four tips to start using right now to level up your love life and the types of relationships that you attract. This is a 100% free guide just for you. So go ahead and head over to captivatingcourtship.com slash playbook and get yours. Don't forget to tell a friend. It's mainly going to be you learning how to manage your thoughts, how to process your thoughts and your experiences, and learning how to better connect with your emotions and how to process those emotions so that you're being, like I said, the true high value feminine emotional leader in the relationships that you deserve to be. Right. So you're feeling secure. You're feeling empowered. You are enjoying dating and courtship and relationships in a way that you probably have in a very, very long time, in a very, very long time. Right. So when you're thinking about or talking about attracting from value. Right. Just one more thing that I want to jump in here. And I want to add in here before I go. because I wanted to make this a quick video for you. But when you are thinking about no longer showing up needy and clingy and trying to attract a man by sucking up his attention and sucking up his time and even the idea of trying to get him to chase you because all that happens is you try to get him to chase you he starts chasing you and then your neediness and your clinginess comes out and then you start chasing him right so that's usually how things probably are going for you but when you are thinking about attracting from neediness versus attracting from value and trying to understand that like men they make a decision about who they want to commit to they make decisions about who they want to give their time to they make if you feel like why isn't this man 
texting me regularly. He's not calling me regularly. He, I have to force him. I have to beg him. I have to uh, pursue him. I have to try to get his attention. If you if you feel like that, or like you're constantly trying to have to prove yourself, then it means that you're not fully showing up in your value. Because people gravitate towards and they invest in what they value. So if you want a man to value you more, if you want him to respect you more, if you want him to, to see your, your true authentic uh, core value, your femininity, if you want him to embrace all of that more so that he's magnetized towards it, so that he's coming towards it, so that he feels inclined towards it, and it's something that he desires, that means that you have to better learn to connect with your value. And to communicate that and to show up in your worth, to show up in your femininity, to show up in your value. Value is what drives that man to get close to you. If he values your communication, he values your intellect, he values how you, you nurture, how you support him, he values your presence, he values your energy, right? There's absolutely no reason why he's not going to be drawn towards that. But when you're showing up disconnected, you're inauthentic, you're needy, you're clingy, right? Which means that you're reactive, you're highly emotionally reactive, right? You're not speaking into your value. You're not, you're not communicating your value out, which gives them something to connect with. No one wants to engage with someone who is emotionally reactive, someone who is defensive, someone who is demanding of their time or their attention, someone who, when they're not able to, to be consistent, you know, th there's a bunch of reactions and text messages and calls and all, right? That's not going to make it work. That's just going to repel him. That's just going to backfire. And you're going to be back at square one with someone else, which is what you're tired of doing, right? Because you're tired of starting back over. So always focus on are you in your value? Are you communicating from a place of value? Are you showing up in your most authentic value? Are you being the emotional leader of the relationship? Are you in your femininity, right? Are you being guided by your trust and your intuition, right? Are you showing your true self, right? Are you being just in that beautiful, vulnerable state as a woman that is naturally desirable, naturally magnetizing, that will draw a man in? And if no, then you need to ask, where are the gaps where you're struggling with this? And be honest with yourself. Because like I said, we're in a society that doesn't encourage femininity. Especially if you're a black woman or a woman of any type of color, you are constantly having to be someone who pushes forward, who moves life along, who makes things happen. You're constantly having to be your own protector, your own provider. So your femininity is a privilege to understand how to be connected to it. Right? It's not something that most of your mothers probably have groomed and taught you because they might have been operating on survival mode too. Right, It's not something that maybe your grandmothers are still currently around to help nurture and help you to transition into your womanhood in this aspect of your life where you feel connected to your femininity, you feel confident in it, you feel strong in it, you understand how to navigate it and how to show up in it. Right, So because we are in a society that has disconnected most women from their femininity, it honors masculinity. Right, that's just the real reality. Honors winning, honors achievements, honors pushing forward, honors logic. Like all those things are what's been um, honored in our society, right? And all the feminine traits you're told not not to um, listen to your feelings, right? Forget your feelings, focus on logic, right? You've been told you've been uh, anytime you've made mistakes, you've now been disconnected from your intuition because you no longer trust yourself. 
You don't trust that you know what you're doing. You don't trust that you know what men are good men. You don't trust that you'll make a good decision. You don't trust that you'll ever find a partner, that you'll ever get married. You don't trust how to make decisions, right? So you avoid, you shut down, you fight, right? When you're in fight or flight mode, right? You might turn into the fighter or you might turn into the flighter. You just shut down, withdraw, get ghosts, right? But all of these are wounds that have to be healed so you can truly show up in your value and attract and communicate with men and connect with men. Build genuine, authentic connection from your true feminine core value. And it's a, it's a beautiful trait to have. It's a skill set. But like I said, for most women, it's just a privilege that hasn't been afforded to them. But the good thing is you can give yourself this. You know, you don't have to wait another 10, 20 years to make the decision, now your grandma, now you want to start connecting with your femininity. Because what are you going to have to pass down to your grandchildren? What are you going to have to pass down to your daughters if you haven't connected with this? And that's, let's not even talk about if you have any mother wounds. Because if you have any mother wounds, you definitely have disconnected from your feminine intuition and your feminine gifts. Right? So if you know that this is something that you struggle with, and you know that this is something that's this neediness, the, these emotional reactions, this being an emotional burden, um, how you handle conflict, how you handle communication, shrinking yourself, not being in your words, feeling a, a strong need for external validation, a strong need for a man to, to crown you as worthy, crown you as deserving, and you will do whatever it takes. You are giving, you are pursuing, you are trying to do all the planning, all the strategizing, you are trying to push the relationship for the best you can so that you can feel secure right if this is something that you know that you struggle with give yourself the gift of learning how to do something different so that you can feel differently it doesn't feel good and whether you want to admit it to your girlfriends or your mama your cousins your aunties whoever you know that you are tired you are drained you are tired of not feeling good when it comes to dating and courtship you know that you are tired of not feeling desired when it comes to relationships you know that you're tired of not feeling secure when it comes to men not knowing how to communicate not knowing how to handle conflict it's okay right it's okay to not have all the answers it's okay to give yourself permission to get guidance and help in that area that doesn't make you less of a woman it actually makes you an amazing woman for allowing yourself to be vulnerable and seen enough to be supported. But this is an aspect of your life that can change how you just connect with human beings in general. So making the decision to learn how to show up and communicate in your true value, what that looks like, what work do you need to do to get there, right? How to become stronger in that area. This is something that can truly, truly change so many aspects of your life, so many aspects of your life, and you're deserving of it. Right, you're deserving of a different experience. So I'm just gonna go ahead and leave you with that. Um, and I want you to think about I want you to think about how do you usually make decisions? Right? How do you usually make decisions? And the reason why I'm asking you that is because if you are someone who you struggle with making decisions based upon value then that may be an indicator that you are not truly showing up in your value. Let me explain this to you. And I wrote this down 
so I'm looking down at my notes, right? So there are there are like three different types of shoppers, right? Three different types of shoppers, three different ways that people tend to make decisions, right? So I want you to identify which one are you and how is this showing up in your love life? How is this showing up the type of partners that you make, that you attract? How is this showing up with the type of experiences that you attract, right? So the first one is the bargain shopper. The bargain shopper, right? So if you tend to attract men who are bargain shoppers, or you tend to be a woman who bargain shops. Now, I ain't saying run from a good deal, because I love a good deal, right? But if everything about you, when you're making a decision for yourself, it's not based upon the value. It's not based upon what you actually need, but just what can I get the best bargain for? How can I get the cheapest deal? Right? I'll take, I'm not worried about value. I just want to get the best, the, the cheapest deal that I can get, right? The, the best deal that I can get for the little bit that I can spend, right? Low value. That's very low value. And that's not necessarily, I'm not saying that in a negative way, right? Because it's okay to be on a budget. That's okay. That's one thing. But if you're always bargain shopping, right? How is this reflected in the type of men that you attract? Do you tend to attract men that are always trying to bargain with you for your value? Always bargaining respect. Always bargaining and negotiating your boundaries with you. Right? Do you find yourself constantly attracting men that avoid doing more? Avoid providing more? Avoid stepping up more? Right? They're not focused on their value. They're focused on how can they get you for the love? Right? How can they do the bare minimum to get your time and get your attention. How can they do the bare minimum to be in your space? Right? That's low value. That's bargain shopping. And so if that's how you are making your decisions also, you have to be aware of that. The type of men you're attracting and how you're showing up is also a reflection. Right? We, we attract mirrors of ourselves and reflections of ourselves. So if you are finding yourself constantly struggling with men who see your value, are you always bar are you a bargain shopper? Are you always trying to plead your worth and your boundaries and your value with men? Are you always trying to prove to your to them that you're good enough? Are you showing up low value in your communications and in your reactions? Right? Are you a bargain shopper when it comes to your feminine worth? Think about that. How are you showing up, right? The second one is the logical shopper, right? Everything's based upon a logic. Now, that's not a negative thing. Again, it's not a negative thing, right? But when you're making decisions for yourself or when you're attracting men, it's everything about the logic and lacking all emotions, right? Like you are emotionally unavailable and you're attracting emotionally unavailable men. You're attracting men who they may see parts of your value, might see parts of it, right? They're not they're not completely low value. They see parts of your value, but everything is about logic and there's no emotional connection. Right? Is that how you make decisions in life? Everything is about logic. It's not about what makes you feel good. It's not about what you desire. It's not about that bigger picture, that bigger vision, right? It's not about the the luxury or making that decision to to go off of value. Right? Is it just about, okay, well, this is what makes the most sense. I'm just only going to do the sensible thing. 
So when you go over what you're looking for in a man, it's all based upon logic. Well, he has to be this way. He fits this checklist. I should fit this checklist. So it should be a connection. Logical. That's not the way love works. Love isn't logical. Relationships aren't logical. People make the, de the decision when it comes to commitment based upon who makes them feel good, especially men. That's why your degrees will never be enough. Your income will never be enough unless it's a man who only wants a woman based upon logic. And if a man only wants a woman based upon logic, then you should probably question him. Because most men don't think like that. So if you're only trying to appeal to his logic and you don't know how to emotionally connect with him, then there's a emotional unavailability on both ends. Right, So many women will come to me and say, I keep attracting emotionally unavailable men. I said, well, are you an emotionally unavailable woman? And if you haven't listened to my podcast episode on that, check out the podcast episode on that because it's a great podcast episode. But the reality is that a lot of women are emotionally unavailable and they don't realize it. Right? So how do you know if you're an emotionally unavailable woman? Right? You struggle with vulnerability. You um, are highly reactive and you're not responsive. You have a hard time with your femininity. You have a hard time uh, being nurturing versus you tend to show up mothering and controlling and domineering. Um, you're constantly trying to prove yourself, trying to prove your worth, right? You're not emotionally balanced, emotionally strong. You're not the emotional leader in the relationship, right? You're always operating on scarcity when it comes to your emotions or your love or your femininity or, which, or the gifts that you have to offer. You're like, let me hold on to it because if I give too much, I don't want him to think he, I like him too much. I don't want to get too attached. I don't like you have all these barriers up right so you're not showing up fully yourself you're not allowing yourself to be fully seen so you too are emotionally unavailable you're not showing up fully in your feminine gifts right but that's another conversation for another day you can check out the podcast episode on that um but yeah but that's like the second right so that's like the second tier and then you have the value shopper right the person who makes their decisions based upon value not just based upon the price and how much they can bargain for. Not just the logical decision that doesn't necessarily make them feel good, but it's the logical choice. The reviews are good, right? But it's not really what I really wanted, but it has good reviews, <laughs> right? Just the logical decision. And then you have the value shopper who they're going to get the best thing for their money, the best thing for their investment. But they also care about what value is this going to bring to my life? How is this going to make my life better? How is this going to make me feel good? Right? If I'm going to commit to this, I'm going to invest in this. If I'm going to do, like, go through this with this person or if I'm going to buy this or whatever that is, I'm willing to spend the money. I'm willing to do what it takes if it makes me feel good. If I feel good about it, if it's what I really desire, if it adds value to my life, that's what I want. Right? And when you talk about you're looking for a man of quality or a man of value or a man who's confident, a man who's secure, he's attracting a woman based upon her value. Not based upon can he get, you know, the most bang for his buck. Not negotiating and lowballing. Right? He's not looking for a woman who's just the logical choice that doesn't make him feel good. Right? He's looking for the woman that he feels safe with, that he trusts. That he feels emotionally connected to her. That he feels like if I bring her into my life, if I bring her into my family, if I commit to her, it's going to increase the value. And increasing the value is not about your earning potential or your education. Though he may value that about you, but there's other things as a woman 
that he has to feel confident with. And like I said, a lot of that has to do with trust. Does he does he feel trust? Can he really feel like he can trust you? Does he feel safe with you? Does he feel understood by you? Right? And that's a skill set to be able to be able to provide that whole space for him. As a woman, allow him to be a human being and allow him to be that man. That's a skill set. Right? It's something that you have to learn to reconnect with if you have disconnected from it. So I just want to think, I want you to think about those three different type of shoppers, those three different types of men and shoppers and how you're showing up when it comes to making your decisions, making your choices, and the types of men that you're attracting. Where do you fit on that scale? And be honest with yourself. Where do you fit on that scale? If you've enjoyed this episode, then make sure you share it with family, friends, or any of your peers who may benefit from listening to the Courtship Code podcast. I'll be back next week with more tips to help you level up your love life. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And until then, stay on code.